and welcome to episode 285 of the VegGrow podcast. My name's Richard and I love to grow food in my allotment and garden. Today is the 16th of April 2020 and today I will be talking about allotment security. Quite an important subject, especially given a couple of experiences that have occurred on the allotment today. Which brings me quite nicely onto what I've been up to today. Well today I did go down the allotment. I always start my allotment visit with a walk around the plot, just checking on everything. But what I noticed when I passed the asparagus bed, two things. One, several spears have grown and were in desperate need of harvesting, which I did a bit later on in the day. But also, I found one spear that had been cut and dropped on the bed. Now, I wondered if it had been snapped by an animal that had passed or something. But no, the asparagus had definitely been cut. It was a really clean cut. Now this made me wonder how that could have happened and there were two possible scenarios. First possible scenario was last week when I harvested some spears I accidentally dropped one without realising except the spear looked freshly cut. If it was cut last week I would have expected that spear to be a bit sort of wilted a bit sort of soft. It wasn't it was fresh. Now the second scenario which is what I suspect has actually happened is that someone else has had a go at harvesting my asparagus. And that is why I'm going to be talking about security a bit later on. Anyway, after that, I fired up my line strimmer to give the grass areas a bit of a tidy up. The strimmer, it took a while to warm up, but once up and running, I went around the side of my plot to get that grass cut a little lower. I then went to the very top of my plot where I have currants and rhubarbs and this area gets very, very weedy and overgrown quite quickly. And I just wanted to strim all the grass down around these plants. And I started doing that, but this took a while because over the winter, my neighbours, they had covered their plot with some weed suppressing membrane and that got blown off during some of the storms that we had. And that got caught in by currant and gooseberry bushes, which kind of shredded that membrane into these tiny little pieces of plastic ribbon and these strands of plastic ribbon are all over that top of the plot I tried picking up as much as I could but there's some of it that I couldn't see and this kept getting caught in the strimmer mechanism this meant that I had to keep stopping the strimmer and untangle the ribbon and it really dragged this job out it was really annoying and it's actually making me think twice about using this uh, weed suppressor membrane myself Now, because of this annoying plastic ribbon, a job that would have taken 30 minutes actually ended up taking me three hours. It was really, really frustrating. But it has tidied things up quite a bit. I always think it's amazing how much just strimming the grass areas makes a difference. Now, after that frustration, I decided to take a bit of a breather and I walked to a local shop just to get a few essential items for home. Now, at the top of our allotment site, we actually have a little locked gate, which is for foot traffic. But as I wandered over to this gate, I noticed a couple walking down from there. I didn't recognise this couple, but given the size of our site, it's not unusual to not recognise someone. And I didn't really think anything of it. I just carried on like normal. About 15, 20 minutes later, I returned. And as I unlocked the gate to come back in, they approached and they kind of said, I kind of misheard, I thought, but they kind of said, oh, great, we won't have to climb the fence this time. You're unlocking it. That struck me as a little odd. And that's another reason that I want to discuss security in just a moment. Anyway, after this, I headed back to my plot and I tidied up the little area down in my tool shed on the allotment. And this was so I could place some of my pots and containers that would be growing carrots and parsnips in. 
Now I put these pots and containers into position and made sure they were all filled with multi-purpose compost. And I did this last year and last year was the first time on my allotment that I managed to grow decent carrots. Now I put this down to the multi-purpose compost. I think the hard clay that I'm on, the, the carrots can't germinate in it and push it through. Whereas the multi-purpose compost, they seem to be able to push their way through the soil. The only drawback that I had last year was due to the size of the pots. Some of my parsnips and carrots, but particularly my parsnips, they were a bit stunted. They didn't have enough room to really go deep enough and grow. So this year I found some much bigger containers, much deeper containers that I'm using instead. Anyway, I sowed into these containers some white gem parsnips, some purple carrots, and into the smaller pots that I used last year, I sowed some shallower rooted carrots, a variety called Chantenay Red Cord 3. They just make a smaller carrot, a bit more of like a, a rounded carrot, but they'll do just as good. Gave these a good watering, covered them over with some EnviroMesh so that birds don't eat the seeds, and hopefully it will be successful. We'll keep an eye on over the next few weeks. After that, headed home, and that was it for today. But what have you been up to in your own allotment and garden? Please let me know. Now, allotment security is going to be today's subject. And I said during my trip to the allotment today, two instances that really inspired this sort of discussion. And it's quite an important one. Don't get me wrong, allotments are great, and the positives far outweigh the negatives. But the negative can be the security they are not the safest places and i think this was demonstrated throughout what i did today now the first instance the potential that somebody has came in and harvested my asparagus now that's probably for their own meals and i get that these are desperate times don't get me wrong i've said all happily donate food to anybody that needs it but at the same time stealing is still wrong and that is where it crosses a line for me now the second instance, this couple who jumped the fence. Now it could be that they actually have an allotment. It could also be that they lived locally and they just want to take a walk somewhere and they felt that the allotment is probably the safest place to take a walk around and get some fresh air. And I can totally see the appeal for that. But I also believe if a gate is locked, you do not have permission to enter it. It's one of those kind of unwritten rules, isn't it? There's a boundary that you cannot access, you do not cross it without permission but this also to me demonstrates just how easy it is to get into any allotment site no matter how well locked it is they are not the most securest places unlike our homes they will not have somebody on site all night long and that just adds extra levels of insecurity now what this means it's down to us to do our best to keep our areas as secure as possible now let's take a look at the food stealing issue unfortunately there's very little we can do to really stop this. Our vegetables are growing outside and if somebody wants to take these, they will. They are easy pickings once they're inside the actual allotment site. Last year, down the other end of my allotment site, we did actually have somebody who had all the vegetables stolen. This gentleman said in a newspaper report that I, I read that he was relying on these vegetables to feed him and his wife throughout the winter. And this kind of worries me, that attitude that you rely on that one place to grow your food which is not the most secure and that's why something that I've been doing this year is growing more vegetables at home now while it's always my plan to grow more vegetables at home anyway but vegetables such as potatoes I wouldn't have normally grown at home I'm quite happy to grow those down on the allotment instead this year I've got pots of potatoes growing at home as well as on the allotment 
That way, if somebody does break into my allotment and steal my potatoes, I've still got more potatoes at home that, as a backup. We're not going to go hungry in that sense. Now, I am lucky. I respect that, that my garden is a reasonable size and not everybody has the luxury of doing this. So what we can do instead is set up perhaps some wildlife cameras or CCTV on our allotment sites to catch anybody going onto your plot. It may not stop the actual theft happening, but it will give you some sort of evidence or something for the police to go on instead. It might also, and this is why I love wildlife cameras, I've got to get myself one, but what I love about them is you might actually catch some wildlife visiting your allotment site as well. They're not that expensive wildlife cameras anymore, but well worth looking at. While the food theft is a real strong possibility, I don't think that's the most likely theft to happen. And if food is stolen, I do think the thieves are struggling financially or for whatever reason, down on their luck. Doesn't make it right, I agree. But what is more likely is that sheds will be broken into and tools stolen. Now, I've always employed a rule on... Now, I employ a rule on my allotment that any tool that stays down there, I have to be prepared to lose. I tend to only buy second-hand tools or very, very cheap tools for the allotment. That way, if they are stolen, I haven't lost that much. The most expensive thing I probably have on my allotment is a lawnmower, which cost me £20. Now, lawnmowers are going to be a prime thing to be stolen. And if it goes... It, it goes. It'd be a real inconvenience, don't get me wrong, but I can afford to lose that. It still doesn't sit comfortably, of course, but it's just the mentality you have to think. But other tools like, such as spades or forks and that sort of thing, you know, a pound from a car boot for one of those, as long as it's good enough to do the job, it'll be fine. As I say, it is going to be more of an inconvenience, but a lot of do get broken into. Now, I do keep all my tools in my shed, and I've made my shed pretty secure. If someone was to break into either of my sheds, they would have to make quite a bit of noise to get into it. And that might put off some thefts. No, it's not foolproof. But personally, I do think if we can try and make our sheds as secure as possible, then we're less likely to have any thefts. However, there is a second school of thought, and that is if your shed has nothing of value inside, don't lock it. On my old allotment, we did have a couple of break-ins and yes, they ripped locks off my sheds and it caused a lot of damage. And the damage was actually more of the problem than the actual theft. My neighbour, however, he never locked his shed. Therefore, he never had any damage to his shed. Again, he had nothing of value in his shed, so it just didn't matter. Now, other things we could do to stop our tools being stolen is that we could paint them a really horrible colour that would put the thieves off. Something like a bright pink or something really gaudy. The chances are these thieves are stealing these tools in order to go and sell it down a car boot or something and make a few quid. So if we can make our tools unsellable, probably not going to get stolen. We could also put our address or a stamp on it so we can identify them, perhaps a postcode or something. Probably not address thinking about it. This might be a bit of a bad thing to do, but postcode or identifier marks stamped on like we used to do with bikes. Or instead of keeping tools in a shed, perhaps we could keep them in like a hidden trapdoor in the ground outside, somewhere that thieves are less likely to look unless they know they're there. Chances are they're just going to head straight for a shed because that's where tools are likely to be. So if they're hidden somewhere else, they're not going to see them, they're going to go to that shed, nothing in there, move on to your neighbour. In reality, if break-ins happen on allotments, the police can't do much about it anyway. 
There's no evidence for them to go on. The tools were very little value. And unless there's any way to identify tools, it's less chance on getting the tools back. So it's really quite difficult to combat thefts on allotments because they are so easy pickings. But I don't want to put that as a downer on allotments at all. Theft does happen, yes. But nearly five years on my current site, I haven't had anybody break into my sheds. Touch wood. Doesn't mean it won't happen. It just shows that it may not happen. Now, if you've got any security tips or anything you would like to share, then please get in touch. You can email me, richard at vegrailpodcast.co.uk. Leave a comment at thevegrailpodcast.co.uk or find me on social media. Just search for The Vegrail Podcast. But for today, please take care and I'll see you again next time. Thank you.